Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. So this is our last Digital Nomad Digest episode with Cami and with myself for 2023. So in year-end fashion, as I'm sure everyone is doing now, we're going to chat about 2024 goals, priorities in business and life as nomads in travel in all of the things. We're not going to go into crazy detail. We were just talking off air for the last like hour about so many different things, but we're going to share an overarching view of what that looks like for both of us as well as, and I think we can start on this topic because it's really interesting to me, what the holiday season looks like to us as global citizens, as travelers. Neither of us are going to be home in our country that we were born in for with our family for the Christmas holidays, for New Year, for all of that. Kayla, why don't you start us off and share what that looks like for you if you have gone home in the past, why you are not now, what that looks like, what your holiday season is going to look like as a global citizen. So since 2019, which I was in Bali, I just spent until now, the only time that I went home, quote unquote, well, the only time that I was home was 2020, and that wasn't because I chose to be home. It was because of mm-hmm. uh, COVID and the and the pandemic. But yeah, normally I'm not really that attached to the holiday season and this type this time of the year. My family is Jewish, so we don't really celebrate celebrate Christmas. I do have one part of my family that celebrates Christmas, but it was never like a big thing for me, especially if I'm if I was traveling or if I wasn't in the in the in the country and then i have a controversial opinion i am someone who don't really like the new years like you know the 31st to the first i just find that everything gets one too crowded true second too expensive three people get way too crazy for like just a freaking night like it's just the jump from one day to the other and if you are like since any type of other calendar it's not even that big of a deal but anyways and yeah i just think that like it's so overrated to the point that this year what i wanted to do was like go into the middle of like nowhere turn off my phone and just like read a book drink some wine by myself and like be in full hermit mode so i don't have to be with like the crowds and like the level of alcohol and people going like way too crazy and then like you can't go anywhere in the streets and then if you want to do something fun you have to pay like so much money and the dinners are so expensive and the parties are so expensive and they're not even that great like sorry like I hate being that person but I like someone has to say it you know I don't remember having the most amazing years of my life like in my 29 years of existence I have never had one new year that I was like wow it was the best night of my life like the majority of them were either like meh, like very okay, or they were not that great. Because I remember this one time I was in Portugal with my ex-boyfriend. We were expelled from this club by a guy that was like really xenophobic because we were Brazilians. 
and we spent the whole night going into the police station wanting to make like an accusation like that was my new year's you know so for me like this always happens around new year's i always have something that goes like not according to plan so they're not like my favorite days so i'm not really that attached to like the holidays or the new year's of course i feel like in a concept of i don't know like the societal kind of external validation i will i will feel sometimes sad if i don't have somewhere to go or somewhere to be with so i always make sure that i have either friends around or like my sister for example she's flying in uh, to paris from portugal and we're staying a few days together during christmas quote unquote we're not going to celebrate it but like at least we're together then for new years i'm going to hang out with a friend so like i try to surround myself with people so i have something to do so i don't feel kind of like depressed but if i'm really like authentic and in my power i don't think i would care that <laughs> i don't know but it was so funny you say that oh my gosh so i just speaking on new year's quickly it i totally agree and i feel like in my teens and 20s it was always like new year's is made to be like the biggest night of the whole year the biggest night of your life like it's not like that and i think anyone who is like mid to late 20s plus will have a very similar outlook to you and I. So I remember when I was living in China, one of the New Year's, we went to Hong Kong. The first one, I think we got a hotel, the first New Year's in Hong Kong. So that was like a struggle to actually get to the hotel. Eventually, I think we took the bus and then walked the rest of the way or something like that because it was just such a busy bus. But and Hong Kong is like crazy on New Year's, right on the water in Central. But that was okay. So then the next year we went back and we were like, okay, this year we're not going to get a hotel. And because the border, it's like a two hour metro bus ride, whatever, to the border of Shenzhen. And then, you know, like it's super close, cheap taxi or metro or whatever to get to my house in Shenzhen. And so it was like, OK, we're just going to not get a place. And then after the fireworks, like after all of the things, we're going to go back to China. Yeah, it took me nine hours to get back to China. What would usually take like two, two and a half hours took me nine hours and I was all alone. So all of my friends were at like a McDonald's in Central and it was like, I don't know, like 2 a.m. And my one Chinese friend and I were like, F this, like, we just want to go home. We don't want to hang out at McDonald's and like sit on the side of the street and debate what we're going to do all night. So we ended up just the two of us go taking the metro or whatever somehow back to the border. But then the border was so full of people and the line, I'm not even joking, it was like 50 meters and it took me six hours to get through that 50 meters and it was crazy of so many people doing the same thing trying to go back into China and then my friend lost like we lost each other and she spoke Chinese and so then it was just like me the lone foreigner and then I find out I get home at 9 a.m back in my Chinese friends like already back she's like in her apartment and then I find out all of my other friends there was like eight of them who were at the McDonald's they ended up paying somebody in a van to drive them across the border and so they got back like hours before I did too and I just like and I knee like I have a knee problem and so I was wearing like these high heels and my knee was like super fucked up from like standing in line and not being able to sit down for nine hours like it was horrible and then after that I was like I I've had so many bad new years like they just don't work out and I was like I'm done and then I think the next new year I was also in China and I bought like a ticket for this like gala it was like really close to my apartment 
And then I got really sick. And so I just stayed at home alone and I like journaled and was like writing about my business. And I was like, this is so much better, honestly. And I was super sick, but I was like, this is better because it's just like you you just can't get a taxi. Like you basically just have to walk home. Things are so busy and crazy and packed. And so I think this New Year's, I'm just going to have like a glass of wine and I'm actually going to be house sitting in, in Paraguay. So I'm going to be with my friend's cat, which I'm never with pets. So that will be nice to kind of be around an animal, which is definitely like probably one of the bigger things that I miss in nomad life is like not having cats or dogs. So that'll be nice. And that's kind of my plan for this New Year's and to just like focus on me and the business. <laughs> but yeah, that's my like crazy New Year holiday story. It was literally like I will never forget it. It was like the worst yeah. night of my life. And I was just like alone in a I was wearing like cat ears, like alone in a sea of Chinese Oh my god. Oh I'm my obsessed. god. Anyway. Like what I'm the most the thing I'm obsessed about in the story the most is the fact that all of your friends got home before every single one. I was alone and I was just the and last it's like, one. Oh, what time did you get home? I got home at 9 a.m. I was like, wow, what a party. Like you were such, you know, like in such a great party. It's like no, I, I was, was in the line on this... the border alone. Load. And my roommate was one of my friends who was also with us. And so she got the bus, like, I don't know, the, this person to like drive them over the border. And so I get back and her door is closed. She's sleeping soundly at 9 a.m. See, I love now. that you share this vision with me. I feel like even when I was 20, okay, I didn't like the New Year's. Like, I don't remember ever liking New Year's. Like, I really am traumatized by them. And... <clears throat> Like, I had that one that, like, I spent, like, the entire night, like, trying to go to the police station and whatever. But, yeah, I don't know, like, this New Year's, I have, like, this friend of mine, and she's, like, with her boyfriend, and they're, like, yeah, we're gonna go and find something cool to do and everything. And I'm so, like, in hermit mode. I feel like the winter is really catching up with me in my mental health and, like, how I'm acting up in the world. Like, the amount of energy that I have to, like, hang out with people and, like, whatever that i'm that i'm thinking to myself like if you don't have like a really good proposition like honestly i don't know if i'll ever like if i if i go out for food somewhere i'm gonna come back walking like i'm not even we can call each other on new year's yeah we'll both the pro- meet. We'll the, both problem, be, like, yeah, we on the, the problem is that my new year's will be four hours before or even well actually i'll be three hours so i think it's only like three hours or something so it's not bad i mean i'll probably and then eddie will be in mexico so he'll be two hours i think behind me so like yeah Yeah. i'll probably be up well worst case scenario we can just call and like do what we always do before we record the party we talk for hours so yeah have a long chat with the 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 worst case scenario but yeah so and yeah like i i don't want to get like in a metro i don't want to like find a cab and if you find an Uber, eventually the Uber is like disgustingly expensive. I think I'm going to do some journaling, reflecting. I've, I'm discovering. Actually, I'm not discovering at all. I've always known that. I hate writing pen to paper as a jerk. I just hate it. But now, as of like two days ago, I just saw that Apple has like a new update and there's a journal app. And I immediately, I don't usually do the updates, but I immediately downloaded it because I was like, oh, a journal app. It's very similar to the notes app. But it's a little bit different and it like prompts you with like photos and your recent camera roll to write journal entries around that. So I was going to talk about this season, holiday season, whatever we're calling it, as 
a traveler. And for me, it's interesting your perspective because I feel for me, I always was so excited, especially when I was living in China, which were my first few holiday seasons abroad. I was always like so excited to have holidays in China because I knew I would be around friends and we would be having fun and we would go out for like a big Christmas meal and then have drinks and then go to KTV after. Like it was always so much fun. Whereas I don't know, in, in Canada, it was just like never that fun we would like do gifts and then you like hang out all day and like you know and like play a board game or I don't know like I was always so much more excited to have this abroad like anywhere abroad and then last year I spent the Christmas season with my partner's family in Mexico so that was really fun and then Christmas Eve we ate dinner at midnight I feel like that's like a very religious thing to do but people don't really do that in Canada so that was like I was so tired. The food was so good, but I was like, I just want to sleep. Like, I don't want to eat. I fell asleep right after we ate. But it was really interesting to see like how other cultures and countries do things. So for me, I'm always very interested in that aspect of things on Christmas. This year, I'll be in Paraguay, so it'll probably be a little bit different. But yeah, I feel like that's one aspect that I really like of the travel lifestyle is to see how other cultures celebrate and what that looks like for them. And it can be difficult to be away from family, but I don't know. I've never really been much of like a homesick person. I, which I guess is why I love this lifestyle. I just call my family and we chat and then like Merry Christmas. And that's kind of, I don't know how it goes for me. But when you saw that you were going to spend Christmas in Paraguay without Eddie, did you get like a little tear in your heart? Yeah. I mean, I was kind of like, oh, that sucks because he has to go to Mexico and I have to go to Paraguay. And I was like, oh, that does kind of suck. But I mean, like, We'll call and we'll talk. And honestly, I right as of right now, at least a week before, I have a client call on Christmas Day. I'll probably film a video. It's not going to be that much different of a day to me. If it is and I'm in a place where people are celebrating, then that's great. But at the same time, like things need to get done. And even last year in Mexico, like I was still working on Christmas and I was available. I don't really take that time off. But then other times there are times where it's a priority when I'm traveling or doing something new or doing a tour. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to take this time off. I was thinking the same wavelength because it's really interesting how I feel like both of us, we end up designing our schedules more in the things around the things that make sense for us rather than the things that make sense for like the collective, you know? So for example, right now, like for me, it doesn't make time. It, it doesn't make sense to take time off of any of my works because like, yeah my sister is going gonna gonna come to visit and I will visit like Paris around with her and blah 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 but like I'm not gonna stop working and not taking client calls or not filming videos not like recording parties just because it's Christmas and I should be doing that what I'm gonna do is like in April for example I have my cousin's wedding she's like my sister then I'm gonna go to Brazil because it makes sense to be around family then I'm gonna probably take a lot of time off because I want to be with her so it makes, for me, it makes more sense to design my life around the things that are exciting for me rather the things that are, like, exciting for the collective. And I think that this goes a lot with, like, for example, I don't want to have to travel in August just because it's, like, the vacation month, you know? Because, like, August is normally really packed here in Europe. I'd rather, I don't know, travel in the shoulder months or something like that. So I feel like being able to organize your own life around what makes sense for you is really like a blessing that, thank God, I, I have. And of course, if I had already a really cool plan or like an exciting plan for New Year's or Christmas, maybe I would have taken time off. But like, that's not the case. So I'm not going to 
force myself to do that because everyone is doing, you know, I almost, I almost feel like wrong. I'm like, should I be taking time off? I mean, things are definitely slower, at least for me. Like I do recognize that basically all, all areas of all businesses are slower right now. So it does give me a little bit more time to like do my own thing for the business, which is great. But yeah, like I'm still available. I'm still working. I'm still doing calls. So now let's chat about not all of, but some of our goals going into 2024, whether that be business, personal, travel, whatever that may look like. Share what some of yours look like, just a few, and how you go about planning process as well and what that looks like. Um, and then how you plan to make those goals a reality. So one of the reasons why I'm loving that right now, it's a little bit more quiet. And I feel also like I am a little bit more quiet, like I'm not posting that much on social media. I almost don't go that much on Instagram. I don't go that much. I don't go at all on TikTok um, and all of the other platforms. I'm really right now putting my foot on the brake and pausing a lot of the doing, doing, doing of things in regards to business and new projects and uh, taking a lot of steps back to go into the more like strategic vision of things and how I want them to look in like five years from now or something like that. This is something that I never had a lot, like this bigger vision, not because I'm not ambitious or something like that, but just because I've always allowed myself to be really caught up on the doing of things instead of really looking at things in a more strategic way, which is weird because this is something that I like. It's a big skill of mine and I love doing it and I can do so well for other people. But when it comes to my stuff, normally I'm more like, oh, no, it's going to be fine. And I think that once you start doing things, there's always something that you have to do, you know. So when you start, when you commit to posting weekly on your podcast or weekly on your YouTube channel, there's always the editing, the recording, the having new ideas, the blah, 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 the promoting. And then you get so caught up in the doing that you're not really strategizing. And I think that I got lost a lot in this in the past years. And that's not how I want to do things moving forward. I have a much more clear vision of where I want to go in 2024 and how I want to set, how I want to build my personal brand. I feel like this is a very big thing that I am going for. So I want to build my personal brand separated from this new business that I'm creating. And instead of like looking at this new business that I'm creating as a small thing or as like I need to bootstrap and do everything my own and like MVP out of it. I'm really wanting to have the vision of like, okay, when this is done, how do I want it to look like? Like, what are the people that I would have to have in this team? How can I make this work? And how can I make this work right now? So I'm really for 2024 in regards to business. I'm focusing way more on having like a big picture, no, not a big picture, like a big vision in regards to not keeping myself small in regards to my vision, you know? So really thinking big and thinking not only thinking, but like having the certainty of the bigness, you know, of whatever I want to create, no matter how long it takes to create it. So it's and I feel like that inter and will end up putting me in a in a more full position in regards to my mindset of like how I believe in myself, how I present myself and my level of like confidence in my work and things like that. Business that's like a big, big what about Yeah, I love that. And it's so interesting to to hear that because I feel like we have Similar, we want to go to a similar place, but like such different ways and different 
places where our businesses are in right now, where it's like something is a priority, whereas something is not a priority to each one of us. So it's really interesting, I feel like, to hear your take on things. But I love that for you. I know that you're starting something new, which will maybe be announced in future episodes, which is exciting and something that's super aligned to you. I'm so excited for what's going to come in 2024 for you and for me. And so for me, we were just talking about this off of air to continue to manifest so many crazy things that have already happened in my life. And I know there's so much more just around the corner in 2024. Not even like I'm not saying only 2024. I mean, like, something amazing could happen this afternoon and it may. So I'm not limiting myself to 2024 alone, but very interested to see what happens and continue growing out what has already happened and continue to build off of that. But for 2024, it's going to be a really, really interesting year. And I'm so excited for the change and the growth that's going to come because Eddie and I have been talking and we are just over, not that we're over, not that we're over travel. And we were talking about this off air too. But I just have a different vision for my life. And so travel is not really the priority anymore. I've been living outside of my home country for six years. Like I've done a lot. I've learned a lot. I've traveled a lot. And that's not going to stop. But it's just not the priority, whereas other things need to be the priority right now. So I'm excited to meet people who are in similar boats to us, who are in higher levels to us, and to learn from them and to continue to grow the business, build a business, become partners and other businesses potentially like we'll see what that looks like in 2024 but I know that there is so much learning connecting so many big things that are around the corner whereas travel is just it's great and I love it and it's not going to stop but the travel that we've been doing the way that we have been doing it of being one month somewhere new isn't really getting toward that goal so something needs to change and that's the priority so it's going to change and I'm very excited for what that's going to look like. It's going to start in Mexico and then kind of go into other countries from there. And I was just writing yesterday on the bus back from the desert that we were in. I was just writing out my goals for 2024, which I almost never do. I don't think I've ever written goals for a new year because I'm always like, if I want to do something and make a change, I'm going to make it today or tomorrow. I'm not going to wait till the new year, but I'm like, it's around the corner. I may as well write some gold. And some of the goals are pretty crazy but I know that they can be met and they will be met in 2024 so yeah I'm thinking big thinking like being very delusional with what I want to happen and just know it's gonna fucking happen some way or somehow I believe in you I truly do I believe in myself but I also believe in the universe oh my that, god like, that's the first coming, time that I've so. ever heard you saying that like that's a that's something that I would say, but it's so wonderful to see you. Yeah. And it's so interesting. And I mean, it's the it's a lot of it stems from the book that I was listening to that we were talking about. And like I was saying to you, you know, it's just something that uh, there's some things where I hear and I'm like, that's BS. Like, I need to look into that more. Like, I like it just doesn't make comprehend to me. Um, but this book, for some reason, I was just like, it makes so much sense. It's something that I like don't even need to question. And I've already seen it in the last few days of so like multiple, like I'm talking like five or six different things in the last two or three days that have come my way. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like things are really, and even like a week ago before I even was listening to this book, I was talking to Eddie of like, what I'm doing is really aligned because like things are just falling into, like I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing and working and doing what I love. But I think it's also, it, it stems from that and doing the work but it's also I know that things are coming to me and like I don't have to 
do the work for them. Yes, that's the one of the keys for manifestation for sure is having the certainty. I was, uh, yeah, I was listening to the to this guy. I don't know if you've ever heard about Kabbalah. No, no, it's like this spiritual vertent of Judaism, and he was he. They talk a lot about like manifestation as well and things like that. And they, I really like how they put together the spiritual aspect of it of like connecting to the universe, blah blah, blah doing the internal work in yourself and in your mindset with the action of like actually doing the work, I don't know, doing the YouTube video. Because I can't say my universe, I want a really like big YouTube channel and then not record videos because that's not, that's not how it works. It's not going to fall in your life. Maybe it will eventually. I don't know. Maybe that's rare. And how both of these things are kind of like connected with the certainty. And one thing that I really wanted to share for anyone who's listening and maybe you want to start your business in 2024 online or you want to start creating content or it is, I was recently studying some videos on like YouTube because this is a platform that I wanted to start focusing more on in 2024 because I'm so fed up with Instagram. Like I'm going through a thing that I'm like, it irritates me just like looking at the app of Instagram and I'm so fed up with how quickly people, how, how quickly your content stopped being relevant for the platform. Let's say like, it's not like a podcast which is like very SEO friendly or even a YouTube which is very SEO friendly or even like I don't know a Substack you know which people can I don't know like research and read more about and everything like Instagram is so 24 hour that yeah I don't know it just started feeling like so much effort that I had to put into it just for like really like I have never gotten results off of Instagram in regards to like selling something maybe like once or twice but again I don't think that Instagram was like the thing you know then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start investing more of the time because I feel like Instagram gets you the instant gratification of the fact that it, like it's quickly that someone will like your post or someone will reply to your stories or someone will comment on your post. And it's so quick kind of to post there as well. You can whip up a reel in like fucking 10 minutes and you'll be done with it even less. And of course, like to edit and film and blah, 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 YouTube video and perfect it and make the thumbnail like take so much more time. But I feel like in a long term, if you're really consistent with it, it pays off, quote unquote. I don't know. I'm sure that a lot of people that are big on Instagram wouldn't agree with me, but that's not the point. My point is the whole thing that I was <laughs> wanting to make the point is that I was like studying some really content create, big content creators there and he was giving his advice on like how to grow on YouTube and how to create like engaging YouTube videos and everything. And then from him, I went to another girl that grew like quite fast as well. And her thumbnails were really different from like what he was saying. And her editing style was so different from like what he was, the way that he was editing. And I personally found her videos like quite like a, a bit boring. But her audience was really engaged. And so I thought to myself, like, it's so interesting how there's space for everyone. And you just really have to kind of like start and find your thing and find your way and kind of go with it and trust it. And of course, tweak it along the way if it's not working. But I feel like there is space to grow in several different platforms and to grow your business in several different ways in the internet, like in 2024. You just have to really like, have your vision, do your stuff and, you know, keep analyzing whatever is working and what's not working and things like that. Instead of just being so attached to this is the way that I have to grow. I 
completely agree. And I feel like everybody has like one or two main social platforms. And for me, I mean, you know, like my YouTube has just done so well from posting. I think I started posting in like July, but then I had one video that was posted a few months before that of this year. So it's been like easily less than a year. And do I have a million subscribers? No. But do I get clients? Yes. So it's like I've had some people who I was talking about some podcast coaching and optimization. And then there's always the Instagram. And I was like, I need to just block out everything and focus on what is really working right now, which like I can tell is YouTube. And some for some people, it's email, you know, for other people, it, it is short form content or it's long form or but for me, I can see the data and I can see what's working. And obviously, I can see the business growing from it and revenue increasing. So yeah, just go all in. And, and it's hard in our in this day and age. Like it's so hard to block out the noise of like all of these millions of other platforms. And I do still post on all the other platforms. Like I do post short form content, but I do it now in a way for the last few months, I do it in a way that like, I don't, I don't care if it gets two likes. I don't care if it goes viral. Like I am done trying to please one form of algorithm because when I make short form content now, I make it for YouTube shorts. Like that is my priority of where I post. And also when I consume short form content, I consume it on YouTube shorts because YouTube knows the channels that I like. And so then I get shorts of videos that I actually like. Whereas Instagram, I feel like I scroll through and it's like, I grew 10K in two days. Here's how. It's like, I don't care like that is not my focus that's not my priority I make short form content for YouTube and then I just post it everywhere else and you know like Pinterest TikTok Instagram like all of the places but Instagram is not the priority and I think I have so many thoughts about Instagram but I really feel like they are kind of just not doing the best for so many creators who are trying to grow and then find success on other platforms and they lose out on on so much. Of course, there's creators who Instagram is their bread and butter, but I feel like there could be a lot more if they were more transparent about certain things on that platform. But that's just my two cents. Doesn't really doesn't really matter. I why. totally agree with you. And this is something I, it's funny because I feel like I always hit this the same wall of creating, 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 like for Instagram specifically, to like trying to be on top of like the caption and the great photos and the feed and the aesthetic and the reels and the views and blah, blah, blah. And then in four or five months later, it's like the same wall of like, oh my God, why am I even like trying to please this like Instagram boss? Like go F yourself. I'm going to go take my expertise somewhere else because you're not helping me, you know? Like you're not helping me. I think that's the thing like, even TikTok helps you a little bit, you know? And I feel like Instagram really doesn't, like it almost like doesn't care about you as, a, like I, 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 I probably, I know that probably like in their meetings, I don't know, like in Instagram headquarters and in Meta, they're like, oh, we care so much about the creators. I don't feel like they do. Like for me as a creator on their platform, I don't think they care like at all, you know? At least YouTube has like the YouTube Academy. I totally agree. And it's like you can so obviously see like whenever they come out with a new feature or the new like reels and posts that they do about the new features, everything. And they they say this. Everything is geared Gen Z and teenagers and like young 20 year olds. And I even heard a really big creator um, talking about this in one of his stories the other day. And he was just saying like, why are they only focusing on a very small demographic of people who like, yes, are using the app often. And it's like they, even Adam Mossery was saying that's why they 
built out the notes feature and then built out like music with your notes because Gen Z was really utilizing notes. And it's like, I don't think anyone that I know like what gives is a notes? shit about notes, quite honestly. Like it's not a You're game in. changer. Exactly. It's like, you know, when you go to the DMs and there's the little bubble and then you can put like text oh, okay, yeah, over yeah, yeah, the little bubble, like but it's the, only in your no DMs. Status. Yeah. Oh, okay. For me, that's like... It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like a little like update thing and yeah, then yeah. it goes away after 24 hours and it's like, nobody cares. Like that is moving yeah. no one's business forward. It's just fun for people who are not business owners who are Gen Z, you know? So yeah. it's it's unfortunate and like, I don't really love the direction that they're going in and kind of that all of Meta's going in, but Google is a very different story, yeah. obviously. It's um, something that you want to offer, to sell, to put yourself out there and just figure out, yeah, like what works. Like you were saying, you know, some people, I was watching this girl just on like a last note because when you said it, it did make me think about, I was watching this girl's YouTube channel a while ago and I would watch like for a few months, I would watch like all of her videos. Like every Sunday she would have a new video. and. For like half the video, she would just be talking to the camera or like doing her makeup and like talking to the camera about like her life. And she's in like New York City and like all of the things that are happening. And to me, it was like so interesting because you always want to know how other people are living and what their life is like and the behind the scenes. And then my partner was watching me watch her video one day and he was like, that's like so boring. Like, why are you watching that? But it's just everyone like you get attached to certain creators and you like and you know their style and you like what they're talking about or you like to just see them talking about nothing and getting like an, a behind the scenes of their life. So there's really a niche out there for everyone. I'm really aligned with you on that. And I don't know, like I really like Instagram forums and stories. But after that, it's honestly like it brings me nothing, like nothing. And I don't know, I'm someone who I, like I really like like to write. And whenever I post something that has a lot of text on Instagram, I feel like people don't stop and read and that irritates me. You know, I'm like, and of course I understand because I wouldn't stop and read as well, but you end up feeling that the whole thing that you crafted is clearly in the wrong platform, you know, because it's not getting the the reaction that you wanted to get. Well, this has been a great last episode, Cammy. This has been really fun to share a little bit more about our goals, what that looks like for 2024. Maybe have a, a New Year's Eve phone party together. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see where that ends up, but. It's always good chatting with you. And I'm also so grateful for us connecting in 2024 as well, or 2023 as well. I'm already thinking in the future. But yeah, it, it's been such an amazing year in so many aspects for me, and I'm sure for you as well. And I know that that's just going to amplify so much more in the next weeks and then into 2024. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.